This episode of Madcap was brought to you by Anchor.fm. Want to start a podcast about cheese or 1920s gangsters? Don't know where to start? Anchor is a great place to get started with your own podcast ideas. They make it super easy to record, create, and rearrange your audios as you like. And once you're done perfecting your show, they'll send it to as many different listening platforms as they can. Plus, it's totally free. Check out Anchor.fm and see what they can do to boost your podcast. What's up, everybody? What's up, my lovelies? What's up, listeners? What's up, goblins? What's up, nerds? What's up, my worldly weirdos? You know what time it is. It's time to Mad Gab. Welcome, everybody, to a special edition with Mad Gab here on your favorite listening platform. This is Maggie, and here I am in the studio today with Grace O'Brien, my lovely sister, who is also an incredible graphic designer, who is also deeply entrenched in the world of K-pop. Hi, guys. And today, she's going to give us a bit of an education lesson. So... (laughs) First I, don't know if I'd, I don't know if I'd call it educational, but... Well, some people don't know what K-pop is, and I, you know, it's another one of those fandom things that I think people deserve to know about, so... And I'll be your guide. Grace shall be our guide into K-pop today. <laughs> so, first and foremost, who are you? My name is Grace O'Brien. Um, I am a recent college graduate this past summer. Yay! Yay! Um, in graphic design, and I my credentials for this episode are that I <laughs> was super into K-pop in, like, fourth or fifth grade. Um, I loved the group Shiny, super into it, but then I kind of fell out of it and got into um, a different boy band, One Direction. I'm sure you've heard of them. Loved them. I was on that train for they're a while. Ki- they're kind of an indie group, you know? <laughs> I don't know. You probably haven't heard of them. But, um... <laughs> And then recently, two years ago, uh, my friend got me back into K-pop, and I have been so about that game for, like, the past two years solid. It's, like, all I listen to now. So, yeah. So, for those of uh, for those listening who don't know what K-pop is, what is K-pop? K-pop is Korean pop music. There's a lot of other genres of, like, K-pop, too, but the kind of the blanket term for all Korean music is K-pop right now, and it's kind of sweeping the nations right now. (laughs) It's kind of become an international sort of thing. Hot topic, if you will. (laughs) Hot topic, if you will. (laughs) So, like you said, you've been part of the fandom for about two years now, coming Mm -hmm. up on two years. Yes. So, what are some of the bands you follow? Um, I follow, I'm considered a multi-stan. I, I follow a lot of, lot of groups. Um, my big ones, my favorite band is Pentagon, uh, under Cube Entertainment. They are my bread and butter, super great. I love, um, B2B, TXT, BTS. I like EXO's music. I don't follow them personally, but I really do like them. I like NCT, ITZY, TWICE, G-IDOL, lots of solo artists, like... Hyena, Dawn, Sonmi, so on and so forth. And there's like a ton of groups like that I'm probably missing. Seventeen, Stray Kids, Eighties, you know. Those are um, the ones that I follow. <laughs> a lot of uh I've probably heard of most all of them and I enjoy enjoy a lot, a lot, a lot of them. And also different types of like uh more like R and B, more like rap stuff like PH1, Loco. 
um, more like traditional bands like Day Six and End Flying. Uh, so yeah, there's I'm probably forgetting a ton of people, but Day Six is an older one too, isn't it? Not entirely, but they are. They're probably the most popular of like the groups that play their own instruments when they perform. Oh, that's right. Um, so yeah, because a lot of them do just choreography and the singing and dancing. Um, when they perform, yes, a lot of um, many, many groups and many, many people in the groups play their own instruments and do a lot of the own producing for the music. Uh, but uh, only a few bands will perform using their instruments, like Day Six and End Flying are the two that I'm like super about that will actually uh, have their setup with the drums, guitars, pianos, you know, stuff like that. They're the that. standard version of a band. Yeah, they're like the traditional sense of the a traditional band. band. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so do you know how many different K-pop bands there are out there in the world right now? Uh, that is kind of... Uh, a really hard number to put because there's always new bands coming out so and there's like there's always like new debuts new like also bands like disbanding all the time too so it's kind there's like no specific number to it at all but um tons and tons of groups whether it be from like a big company or a small company, like the the smaller they are, I probably have not heard of them or like the newer they are, but um, there's just like so many different options and there's always new music coming out and there's always new groups coming out. So, or, and new solo artists too, so. Right. So what, whatever you may be into, there might be a band for you. Oh, in, most in definitely, <laughs> most definitely. Because not everyone is, you know, that cutesy, wootsy pop, the, the standard version of pop. Mm, the, the, the trend nowadays is kind of do like the really super sexy, super edgy, like, uh, concepts and stuff like that. I am a personal fan. I love basically anything that comes out of the K-pop industry. I love all the different like ideas and concepts and stuff like that, but I, do happen to favor me the like sugar pop classic <laughs> like ooh, well because bts came out with dynamite recently that the hit and, of the summer <laughs> and that's a very 70s uh iconic kind of poppy music funky like super great soul music so fun so bright <laughs> really colorful and that's i that kind of stuff anything that i can like really dance to and just as like a super happy mood is kind of like my go-to bread and butter like. But then there's playlist. bands like O and F who are into vampires. <laughs> oh, that was a uh, uh, one us did the kind of oh, vampire comeback yeah. with uh, to be or not to be. That's their newest comeback. Check it out. Really, it's really good. Wonderful, <laughs> great music video. It's it's another one of those songs that doesn't know what it wants to be. Because oh, there are so a good. couple of different styles in the song, but but um, it's uh, actually really good. <laughs> Vix is another. They're like the classic staple vampire, like sexy voodoo. Kinda. Yeah, they're they're the kings, OGs of that kind of <laughs> that kind of concept. I think I do remember watching a couple of their videos. <laughs> they they do it best. I promise. They're so good. <laughs> So you mentioned the word er, you mentioned the word earlier. Uh, what does Stan? What mm -hmm. does Stan mean? And also, 
what does bias mean? Because that's another word that's thrown quite a lot around in the K-pop community. Oh, yes. Okay, so standing a group, um, granted everybody kind of has their own uh, threshold for what it means, but for me personally, it's... Because uh, I may like a group, but standing them means that you start to get into the individual members and you start to want to learn more about them and you learn their names uh, and you kind of learn about them as like people and stuff like that. Um, granted, uh, everybody probably has their own like meaning for it. Uh, but for me personally, it's um, when you start to get interested and like you'll like watch them on variety shows or they'll do like uh, spe- like special shows within their company. Like Seventeen has uh, going they're like 17. going Seventeen, which is a super fun show. But yeah, so getting into them as humans and not only for the music is when I call that I stand a group. <laughs> so so who do you stand? Oh, everybody I've listed so far. Um, <laughs> Pentagon, Etsy, BTS. Yeah, all all of them, all of them uh, because. I'm, a, I'm considered a multi-stan. Some people are only, like, individual stans. Um, but also, uh, the word bias means that when you start getting into a group, you tend, to, you tend to like one person over everybody else. Some people take it more seriously than others. I kind of take it, like, a little bit way too seriously. She has threatened me <laughs> multiple times. Over for, making fun of sugar cl- and uh, for clowning on my boys, <laughs> my all time. So my personal favorite, my my ult bias, my ultimate bias is um, Yang Hong Suk from Pentagon. Um, if you're listening, Hong Suk, I love you. Um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> to my to my huge audience over in Korea, <laughs> just gotta cover my bases, you know. Um, <laughs> Uh, but he's like my I have I literally have like a framed picture of him as a classic K-pop stand. I have a clear phone case and I have a picture of him in my phone case. I have a an acrylic keychain of him on my keys. You like, lucked out with that one too, didn't he's you? He's my he's my boy. He's my go-to. He's <laughs> so good. Um but yeah, but like some people take it really seriously and like will not say anything unless they like know for sure. It's like kind of like he's the one or like she's the one type of uh, feeling when it comes to it. Cause I've kind of like refused to claim a bias in ATs because I'm very much like, I don't know, I don't want to say the wrong name. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to wait till I'm sure to, to declare that one. So <laughs> I, w- I was trying to think they weren't the one that recently had the scandal. It was, it was Stray Kids. Which scandal? There's tons of scandals. Well, the 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 big one that came out a couple of days ago about an ex member of Stray Kids. Uh oh yes. Um, Wu Jin is uh under crazy scrutiny as you should be for um <laughs> rightfully so <laughs> rightfully so for uh sexual assault claims and like abuse of power and just like all around being. A generally shitty guy. But this was before, or th- th- this was after he left. He had left a while ago. I'm not entirely sure. I'm new to the I'm new to the Stay fandom, the Stray Kids fandom. Um, but he had left. He had left the group a while, a while ago. But a lot of this new information is coming out pretty recently, over the past like few days. Um, but yeah, so yeah, and it seems like. Scandals seem to be kind of a big thing in K-pop drama, K 
K-pop fandoms. Oh, yes. In, which is unfortunate, it sounds like. It's unfortunate. To a Western eye, a lot of like what is considered a scandal is a little bit uh, underwhelming, at least. Um, but in like Korea, they, they have very yeah. strict uh, social standards. Um and so, like, when an idol claims or is seen, like, with uh, a person that they might be romantically interested in, it can become a scandal if they haven't publicly, like, announced that they're dating somebody or dating the specific person or, um, like, drug use. In America, it's super normalized. Like, marijuana is, like, uh, it's, what, it's legalized yeah, here. Yeah, it's, so, it's and legalized a, a in a lot of people of do it. Um, but in Korea, it's kind of a super taboo, and it's not really openly talked about or accessible or anything like that. And it's kind of a big deal. And a few idols have found themselves in hot water with that kind of stuff, or like with claims with that kind of stuff. So yeah. So you mentioned Stays uh, as the name of a fandom of mm-hmm. people. Uh, I'm a part of Stays because I actually do really like the Stray Kids. <laughs> You're a Stay. I'm a Stay. Stays stand with uh, Stay with Stray Kids or whatever the thing is. But there are, <laughs> there are multiple names for fandoms. So BTS has what? Army. Army. Pentagon. Pentagon. Okay, so I'll, I'll go through. Yeah, um, you go the through the names. ones. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Go through the ones that you know for us. Uh, I won't name all of them because it'll take forever. But, um, like, BTS has the ARMY. I'm sure you've heard of them. They're the big ones. Um, like, Twice's fandom is called Once. Uh, Stray Kids of Stays. Um, but, yeah, ATs is, like, A-teeny. And my, I'm a personal uh, one of Pentagons, which is Universe, and B2Bs, which is Melody. TXT has uh, MOA, MOA. Um, EXO's, EXO's fans are called XOLs, and like NCT, I think, is like N Citizens and stuff like that. But like the list goes like on and on and on and on. So, and, and my personal favorite, who is a solo artist, is Wanho's Weenies. Oh, I'm a proud weenie, I gotta say. I really like 100%, honestly. Um, but yeah, so uh, to to, uh, to again a Western, a Western ear, uh, very silly word. Uh, <laughs> kind of clown on us there, but um, in Korean, uh, it is similar to the word for like winner or like um, in the Hangul, which is the Korean language. Um, it, it, it's similar to the word winner, so it's a very very positive name for the group but i remember i remember watching uh the v live for it and v live is basically like uh an instagram live or a live stream it's like a twitch yeah a live streaming service that's specifically tailored for like k idols and stuff like that um but i was watching the i managed to catch the v live for his like big debut announcing the fandom name and he pulled out this giant card that said weenie at (laughs) w-e-n-e-e and i was just like stunned i was like i can't believe he's done this to us i was like oh my god but um looking more into it it's a very very sweet and heartfelt name for a fandom that for a very sweet and heartfelt guy wanho i'm so happy that he's back so and he was part of a big scandal, well, quote unquote, big scandal, uh, not too long ago. And he was part of another group, Monster X. Monster X. Um, but yeah, so Monster X is a huge uh, group that I've that got me back into K-pop. That's like the one that brought me back into this world, and they mean a lot to me. And 
Juan Ho, big buff guy, bigger and buffer heart, um, very <laughs> sweet guy. Uh, he had a, a trainee girl. Uh, I can't, I don't know specifically what company she's under, but she claimed that he like owed her money and that he had uh, was like using marijuana and stuff like that. Um, again, in Korea, that's a super big taboo, especially if you're an artist. Um, and in the limelight a lot, and it ended up getting uh, him kicked out of his group, Monster X, as well as, like, the company Starship. And so uh, after a while, the all the charges were falsified and dropped and stuff like that, and so he ended up signing with a new company and recently had a comeback. He came back with the first song, the song that he dropped as a solo artist, was Losing You in English. Uh, it's super, a beautiful music video. Super great song. Anybody who loves Wan Ho would cry their eyes out at it. Super great. I mean, he's crying in the first few seconds oh my of the God. music video. Gorgeous. I listen to it all the time. Go check it out. <laughs> super slow, super sweet, very lovely. Uh, and then recently he dropped uh, the rest of his album with the title track Open Mind, which is another kind of like infamous music video because he's absolutely McShredded in it, like washboard <laughs> to the gods. But um, super gorgeous, super talented man. Go check him out. He wears his heart on his sleeve. Really super great. He, I'm super glad that he's back. He's a big sweetheart. Uh, he's probably one of the biggest sweethearts most definitely uh, of all time, <laughs> but he, he is, as my sister said, McShredded. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard anybody call anyone that. Um, BM is a uh, <laughs> idol from from the group Card, which is a co-ed group, and he's kind of like the trademark owner of the Big Titty Committee. What um, do, what does BM stand for? <laughs> BM stands for Big Matthew. God, I love that man. Um, but he's the president of the Big Titty Committee, and I believe Juan Ho is part of the... is If not, the is, co-president. Is part of the Big Titty Committee. <laughs> Along with my uh, my boy, Yang Hung Suk, who's considered the secretary the of the se- Big Titty Committee. <laughs> the tre- tre- holder of the treasury. <laughs> I think also uh, Mingyu from, uh, from Seventeen really? is another person that... BM has his eye on for the Big Titty Committee, so... He's just gathering people left and right. But also, um, BM ended up turning it into... It started off kind of like a funny joke, whatever, for uh, men who were very, uh, like, ripped and worked out a lot and had big pectorals. But he turned it into a charity for breast cancer uh, research and funding. Um, And so you can find his, like, line of clothing and buy a t-shirt for the Big Titty Committee and be a part of the Big Titty Committee and help big titties everywhere, so... Wholesome content. Go check him out. (laughs) Wholesome man. Wholesome man. I did not know that. That's really interesting. Oh, I... Again... Big titties, but bigger heart on BM. He's really good. <laughs> Big Matthew. That's really funny to me. All right. Um. Well, for someone who is interested in getting into the K-pop world and into the K-pop lifestyle, do you have any recommendations on music videos that they should watch possibly to kind of get into it or maybe some websites that people can go to? Uh, there's no, uh, uh, there's like no right way to get into K-pop. I feel like you should always start with liking the music because that's a big aspect of it. 
Um, that's how I got into it. All of the music is super great. I listen to music 24-7, literally all the time. Um, but yeah, so check out music videos of either boy groups or girl groups or solo artists or whatever. Um, find your kind of music that's your vibe. But if you find a group that you like, I usually just go to Google and type in like so-and-so like members like monster like x that. members monster x members bts members and Itzy then members mamamoo members yeah and then it'll like usually the first link is like the the k, k profiles, profiles website that has a list of all the members like a good chunk of information about them like Favorite foods, nicknames, birthday, everything down to like their I, blood type and everything. Their blood type and their ideal person. <laughs> yes. If you're if you're lucky, you'll get that one. <laughs> but um and that's if you want to like stand a group and get into them, that is like the staple website to get into. But I also suggest that like getting involved with like the community on like different social medias like Instagram and Twitter. I'm a there's super a big there's a big K pop following on Twitter. I mean, we saw them during the Black Lives Matter movements. Oh yeah, they came uh, through. They They're really came through for us. People, I'll tell you that. Um <laughs> It's but... also just a really it seems to me like a very wholesome community. Like there's not a lot of hatred towards one another. It's a very loving community from what i've seen there are some beef between different like groups and stuff like that like the fandoms of the groups obviously the groups don't have themselves don't have everything has some sort um, of a little toxicity but but, um for the most part it's a very positive uplifting community i've been a part of it for a while i have a i have a twitter specifically dedicated towards k-pop and i've met a lot of people at concerts and a lot of people online that I've become extremely close with and that are like some of my best friends. I have super close friends from like all around the world from like I have one friend from Singapore who I would not have met if it was not for K-pop and it's a super just like unifying uh topic to get into if you um so yeah you'll meet it's really K-pop's a really big thing and like Indonesia and um like Mexico and Thailand and just and like, even in Texas even in Texas it, it, where it's you think all the nothing way would go <laughs> um but yeah it's a super uh super great way to find a very positive uplifting community with similar interests and a lot of really funny really smart people on there so great community to be to be a part of you and you included <laughs> thank you <laughs> if i do say so myself <laughs> <laughs> lastly but not least uh why is k-pop important to you um oh it's a very very big question with a very big answer but i'll try to try to condense it no don't um, it's fine <laughs> give us give us the full answer um, for one, I think, as I was talking before, that it's a great way to kind of, like, not to be super prolific or anything, but, like, to connect <laughs> the world, you know? Um, I think... World peace. <laughs> and world peace and world peace and also world peace. Um, but I think, um, there's a kind of a divide between language barriers and stuff like that for different countries, um, especially between the Western uh, English-speaking world and the uh, Asian-Korean-speaking world and stuff like that. It's a good way to uh, understand and learn about a different culture and different ways of life um, and 
help people from all around the world be connected together uh, through a common interest that, and it's also super cool that, um, that we don't let that kind of language barrier divide us. Granted, Korean speaking people have it a lot easier getting into K-pop, I will say that, um, <laughs> but you definitely don't need to, to speak Korean or understand it to uh, have that interest or get to know about them or learn about a different culture and a different language, uh, but also meet other people um, like around the world if you're active online or if you go to K-pop concerts. I've met friends at concerts that I'm extremely close with to like to this day. Yeah, so. you, you mentioned earlier that this is a very diverse group of like K-pop has a very diverse group of fans. Oh yeah, like we... because just because of how large it is and the sheer amount of different bands that there are part of part of the K-pop mm -hmm. culture, but also with the fans, like the bigger the the bigger the thing is, the more fans you're gonna have. <laughs> yeah, because like Army is a a huge fan group that like if you haven't heard about BTS at this point, like you're where living are under you, a rock. You know? Yeah, um, but yeah, there's a a. It's like stereotypically like a younger audience and a younger female audience, um, but the, there's a lot of like uh, male identifying K-pop stands who are really wonderful and great. And but also it's not exclusively uh, like young girls. I've gone to K-pop concerts with uh, my best friend's mom before. Uh, and I've met people who are, like, anywhere between their, like, 40s through, like, 60s at K-pop concerts <laughs> just, like, totally rocking out. And it's just, it's super cool that, um, like, anybody can be a part of the community and be accepted by the other people there as well, too. So, really interesting. But um, back to, again, what it means to me. <laughs> um, I think... And on a more personal level, um, and this may sound super silly to some people, but um, I think any K-pop stands out there listening will kind of understand and relate um, that it's a very great personal motivator for, <laughs> for, for me specifically. I literally don't think I would have made it through college without, like, <laughs> me thinking, like, oh, like my my boys work so hard to like produce their own music like I can write this paper because I often think because Pentagon's my favorite and uh Hui is the leader and he works around the clock to get and to self-produce music and stuff like that for the band and I'm like oh Hui would be working at his desk right now working super hard to get something done like I can go do this um, and especially with like Hong Suk, uh, he is a super like workout guy. He's super healthy, super um, active, and I like to work out as well. And so like he'll drop a ab workout, and I'll be like, oh, I can do this too. Like I should try this. I should work out. I should be healthy. Like oh, my K-pop boys would want me to stay hydrated and stuff like that. So um, sounds kind of silly, but I think if any any. Uh, positive motivator in your life is a good one because it's not hurting anybody and it's helping you uh like be better in your own ways and stuff like that so and that's also another great message to take away from this is that if love some like if you like something like it unapo unapologetically yeah if it's not hurting anybody and it's just like a, it's it's like a positive thing wear your heart on your sleeve be super into it i know i uh, granted if any 
K-pop stands out there are listening, like you've probably more than likely have been bullied or picked on for liking <laughs> K-pop um, or been called a Koreaboo or whatever. Um, but there is absolutely nothing wrong with liking something that maybe not all the people around you like or anything like that. Like I know a lot of people have like kind of put me down for it, have been like, why are you watching like these guys that look like girls, blah, 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 blah. Like you don't even understand what they're saying, but um, no, keep liking what you like. There is literally no shame in it. Uh, and there are definitely more people like you out there who like the same thing the same way that you do. So and rock as, on. Yeah, and as someone who has been recently initiated into the K-pop uh, <laughs> world, you know, I was, I was a little too judgmental about it back in the day, and I will admit that. But I think it's it's fascinating. It's a very high-end kind of thing there's a lot of production value that goes into it there is a lot of hard work like you said grace mm -hmm. that goes into it um and it is just kind of genuinely fun to watch and kind of genuinely oh, fun to get into and know more <laughs> about it's a very weird wacky wonderful world to get into um and it's a really great way to learn about a different culture. It's just a really, overall, my experience, super, super positive. That's why I've been with it so long. I've made a lot of friends with it. Also, from a graphic design standpoint, <laughs> hi, I just graduated uh, with my graphic design degree. Um, but You they just got here. <laughs> yeah, my diploma literally came in the mail today, um, that, the day that we're recording this. But... Um, uh, yeah, but I have like a whole shelf dedicated in my bedroom to like the different albums with photo books and the graphic and like the art and the graphic design that go along with this community is like chef's kiss, like absolutely gorgeous, <laughs> stunning, super inspirational. That's another thing that got me through college. Whenever I would have troubles with a design project, I would flip through my K-pop books. <laughs> really? Like my, I would flip through my albums and I would look through my photo books and stuff like that. And I'd be like, that's a great, I've literally, <laughs> I'm not joking. I've literally <laughs> brought in my K-pop albums to my workplace. <laughs> to suggest ideas from the books. I was like, this is a great, look what they did here. We should do this with the new catalog. Like, this is what we should do. Ask my coworkers, literally 100% have done that. And you produced a beautiful catalog this year. Thank you. And last year, I should say. I own all the K-pop, baby. No, I'm kidding. But um, no, great. It's another huge inspiration artistically for it. So yeah. Well, I'm glad you have shared with us the world of K-pop. I'm glad we could enjoy this strange and weird and wonderful journey with you today. Thank you for having me and thank you for letting me spout about it. <laughs> Ramble about it. Ramble, go on, you know, I could go, I could talk for hours about it. So I know you can, so I'm going to cut you off now. Uh <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> so thank you guys again for joining us on Mad Gab. This was a very special episode. So thank you again, Grace, for being on the show. Thank you guys for listening. And happy 10th episode and happy Friday. And have a wonderful weekend. Stay weird, everyone. If you like the show and want updates on future episodes slash content, please check out the Mad Gab Facebook page link in the description and give us a like or a follow. Thanks again for tuning in.